Amen. Time to hear the word of God. Are you ready for the word? If you are ready, kindly rise up, stand up, and receive uh, the vessel of God. The speaker of the day, come on, appreciate the woman of God as she comes to minister. Appreciate her. You know what? Good morning, everybody. Look at somebody and wave them and tell them, I'm still here. Yeah, you are here to praise and worship God. Amen. What a great day today to worship God. As you keep standing around me to honor our Mother Excellency, Mrs. Rachel Ruta, we love you. We're happy to have you back in the house. And, uh, we love you and your family. You're very, very dear to us. Amen. The pastoral team, help me appreciate our pastor. The team of the ministers in the house. I'm sure today, being a second Sunday, we might have pastors from the pastors' fellowship. Are you there? Yes, help me appreciate the pastors from the These days, it seems we'll be having, we'll continue to have two churches, one church back in Tanzania. We love you, church, in the tent. We are together. Yes. Thank you very much for daring the cold weather today. But I know that you have come with a certain temperature from home. You may have your seats in the presence of God. Yeah, sometimes you don't know where to start. But you've got to start somewhere. It has been very challenging times. Help me appreciate my interpreter. Thank you so very much. It has been a challenging time. But God is giving us grace to endure and to go through all things. Isn't it interesting now we are getting used to the masks? Isn't it interesting we are used to the social distancing we are all going like this? But I know one group of, of, of uh, Christians that don't suffer. The Wakorinos, you know they don't shake hands. They always go like this. But if you are blessed, they can also shake your hand. There was a certain Mokorino in the church. Uh, no, no, no. He, he wasn't a member of the church. He used to be uh, in charge of Hurupak. So he used to always greet 
pastor soon like this. Alikuwa yeye amsalimia mchungaji soon namna hivi. And the entire team like this. Na kikundi kizima kiwa na inama hii. But when he saw me he gave me a hand. Lakini aliponiona akaonyosha mkono wake kunisalimia. Yeah, when he saw me aliponiona he gave me a hand akaonyosha mkono wake kunisalimia amen amina so help help me appreciate pastor soon basi nisaidieni kumpa hongera mtungaji soon amen amina amen amina we so very grateful even those he didn't the mokorino didn't greet just help me appreciate hata wale ambao mkorino hakuwasalimia nisaidieni tu kumpa hongera vile vile we we just waiting to settle down tunasubiri tu kuweza kutulia and i'll ask all of us to stand today we are going to honor the gift of god our new cj oh come on give it up for oh come on give god a praise Our new chief justice A daughter from the house Oh come on we are blessed Amen. Amina. We love you and we welcome you back to the house. Tukupenda tukaribisha ukarejea katika nyumba. We're so excited to have you. Tumesisimka mno kuwa nao. Amen. You may have your seat. You may have your seat. Amina mnaweza keki. Oh, this is a great day here today. Hakika hii ni sikukuu hapa leo. And it makes me now nervous even to preach. Okay, I want to pick up from where we stopped last Sunday with Pastor Kaunga. Today I have prayed because I have a very sensitive message to bring to us this morning. It is personal, but as I was debating God, why, 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 how do I How do I deliver this message? That very moment I received a letter from one of you and it was a confirmation that don't change the message give it as it is. We're still talking about foundations. Last Sunday Pastor Kaunga spoke so powerfully to us a message on the foundations of holiness it was so powerful he took us through how when the walls of jericho fell and god gave them children of israel victory there were things that god had warned them not to touch lest they get defiled and, and we saw how Achan took some few things and one of them maybe the bible would say he took on a coat maybe for a time such as this when it is july the judgment of god did not spare him 
He was harshly judged. Pastor Kaunga also touched on on Ananias and Sapphira. Mchungaji Kaunga kazungumzia kuhusu Anania na Sapphira. How they also tried to hide some proceeds of land that they had sold. Namna walivyojaribu kuweza ku what Ananias and Sapphira did not understand there was a movement of holiness that had risen up. It is not about as to what they had hidden. The issue was lying to the Holy Spirit. And they were judged. Allow me to continue speaking on the foundations. I have been dealing with the foundations in our families. We've also been discussing about the extended families. We've also been speaking on the foundation of our own children, how we raise our kids. We have also been speaking about of the foundations, how we relate with our own parents. Foundations of friendships and relationships. We have also been checking on businesses, businesses connection, and foundations on finances. And I made a confession that there are some things when it comes to the foundations that I found wanting in my own life. So as even I address us this morning, I'm work on progress. But I'm working on everything. The theme of 2021 is if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? We're looking at the foundations even of our nation. We're looking at about our own, everything about foundation. And I'll continue looking at these foundations. Today, if you allow me as we continue to speak on foundations, today I'm going to point to us a very dysfunctional family in the Bible. So as we look at foundations, we can also see bad foundations right from the word of God. Isn't it amazing that each and every family has vicious cycles that tend to follow up a family. Isn't it interesting that a certain family made a certain mistake and that mistake is repeated over and over. Is it amazing that something would literally follow a certain family and is you identified with something? 
si ajabu kwamba kitu fulani kitaendelea kufuata familia fulani na wewe unajipata kwamba unatambulika kwa jambo hilo today i want us to look at the life of abraham the father of faith nataka tuangalie maisha ya ibrahim ambaye ni baba wa imani him being the father of faith abraham made a mistake yeye akiwa ni baba wa imani abraham alifanya kosa and i have checked from the bible na nimetazama katika biblia the same mistake abraham made his own isaac repeated the same kosa lile ambalo abraham alitenda mwanawe isaac akarudia kosa hilo i want us carefully to look at the cycles that happen in life and in history nataka tutazame misururu ya mambo yanayoendelea kufanyika katika maisha na katika historia i want to to point to us nataka niweze kuelekeza kwetu when god called abraham to come out Mungu alipomuita Abraham atoke nje and go to the land that God would show him. Nakaweza kuenda katika nje ambayo Mungu atamuonyesha. One of the things that Abraham did was to take his own nephew called Lot. Ni kuweza kumtoa binamuya aitwaye Lutu. Lot was not an assignment from God. Luto hakuwa ni jukumu kutoka kwa Mungu. It was a good idea. Ilikuwa ni wazo njema tu. Sometimes we tend to embrace good ideas. Wakati mwingine sisi kumbatia mawazo ambayo ni kana kwamba ni mema. Not necessarily that they are bad. Si kwamba ni mabaya. But a given time I want you to check what you pick how it can follow you and haunt you and destroy you lakini kwa muda nataka kuweza kutambua namna kitu ninachokiteua na kukichukua namna kinaweza kufuata kikaweza kukuduru baadaye probably that abraham would have taken lot because of his wife sarah who had been who was barren pengine abraham alimchukua lot kwa ajili ya mkewe sarah ambaye alikuwa I'll be jumping from one chapter because I just want to cover a few things here. You can go and read Genesis chapter 12. So when Abraham went to Canaan, and he settled there, though it was the land of the promise. The Bible clearly says that there was famine in the land. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Meaning that ambacho kila mmoja wetu wenda started right there when he approached the immigration desk alipoingia katika afisa wa miaji we all know the story about his beautiful wife sote twajua hadithi kuhusu mkeo ambaye alikuwa ni mrembo he knew that he would not pass that immigration desk with this beautiful woman so he he whispered to her say you are my sister 
akajua kwamba hanga iliweza kupita katika ile meza ya uhamiaji niposa kamnongonezea mke akaambia kwamba danganya kwamba wewe ni dadangu ili tukaweze kupita hapa and now the, because of in the account of the beautiful sister he was given a vip treatment basi na kwa ajili ya dadake ambaye alikuwa sasa ni mrembo mno akatunzwa vyema kiheshima But you know how almost God destroyed Egypt because of Sarah. Namnajua namna Mungu karibu angamize Misri kwa ajili ya Sarah. But apparently the same mistake that he made his own Isaac made the same mistake. Na jambo la ajabu ni kwamba kosa lile alilolifanya mwanawe Isaka akafanya kosa hilo vile vile. So now they were in Egypt. Sasa wako Misri. Things started falling apart. Mambo yakaanza kuporomoka. Because of the anointing of God. Kwa ajili ya upako wa Mungu. Egypt was being judged. Misri ikaanza kukumiwa until they knew we have to throw this man out. Hadi wakatambua kwamba mtu huyu twapaswa tumuondoe. So we see that he left Egypt. Waona basi akatoka Misri with a lot of wealth. Akiwa na mali nyingi. Everything that had been given him. Chochote kile ambacho alipewa yeye. The silver and the gold. Fedha na dhahabu. Livestock and everything. Mifugo na kila kitu. He was extremely wealthy when he came out of Egypt. Alikuwa ni tajiri mno alipotoka Misri. And when he moved back to the, his home country with all this wealth he was so prospered he was so rich i don't know why people have a problem with god's people being blessed by god because god is an amazing god and he can choose to bless you he was so blessed in livestock That the land became too small to accommodate him and his nephew. Their possession increased. I tell you watch out because through this season as we are going through a tough time the God of visitation will visit his word again. As usual what happens in pastoral areas when the land becomes small strife comes up and people start there's a conflict and people start to fight now Lord's servants and also Abraham's servants begin to fight there was strife and this I, by this when we talk about Lot I want us to look at his character His character is very wanting and very questionable. And this is where I'll be laying my foundation on where I'm going today because today I want us to address issues in our family. When strife came between the two servants. How did he handle the issue? So this time we see 
the way he handles it. Uh, so Abraham is a man who feared God. And because he feared God, he came up with a suggestion. He was so humble, he said, let's not strive. Let us not fight. We can solve this dispute by parting ways. And as they were parting ways, because Abraham was not selfish, he told his nephew to make a choice. What I'm looking at this character of this young man, instead of saying, oh, no, 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 you make the first choice. He said, wow, good. So the Bible says he lifted up his eyes. He went this way, he looked at it. He looked at this, he climbed on a stone. He looked at the greener pastures. The Bible says that looked like the garden of God. And the, the plains of Jordan. And he picked that which was so green and so beautiful. I have said it and I will say again. Not everything that greets us is gold. And girls, we know that. All right. So soon. Greener pastures. Even the greener pastures, maybe the land could have been very mushy ground. But looking at his character, his character shows up immediately. He, he was a very selfish man. He was self-centered. And the spirit of greed shows up. So now he's happy to choose what is the best. The man of God, Abraham, had no choice but to pick that which was left. And as he was going away, and seeing on the other side that his nephew has picked up the greener pastures. And he was going on the rocks of Canaan. You know, there must have been a spirit of discouragement and death. And he felt miserable and frustrated. The Bible says that God appeared to him. God who appeared to us in the times of trouble. In the very desperate moment when nothing seems to work out for good, the Lord will appear to you and visit you. And the first thing God will do when he appears to you is to affirm you so that you get 
confident that you will be able to know that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. So when God appeared to his servant, he told his servant in that very desperate moment, lift up your eyes. Look. Hmm, he almost said, I see nothing. He was told, from where you are standing, the place that you are standing right now, lift up your eyes. Look around you. Look on the north side, the west side, on the south and the east. The, as far as your eyes can see, the land that you see, I will give it to you. And not only to you, but also to your descendants. And I want you to know when God says, I will give you something. Even if that thing wasn't good, it has to change and become good. Even if it looks like it's a dry land, I tell you, God will shower it and it will become greener. Allow me to ask you today, with this, with this, uh, with this, uh, with this COVID havoc. Where are you standing? Might your business have been affected? During the times of the lockdowns and the shutdowns. Might you have lost much? God, the same God who spoke to Abraham is saying, it is not over until he says so. God is still saying, lift up your eyes. What do you see? You may say you don't see nothing, but I want you to know, if you lift up your eyes, why does God say lift up your eyes? Because Psalms 121 says, I will lift up my eyes from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord. So if you lift up your eyes, you will be able to hope again. I am saying you can believe again. I'm saying you can trust God again. Only lift up your eyes. Do not allow yourself to look down because of all the things that have been happening around us. Keep your eyes above. I am looking at this character of this young man. Mistake number two he made. When Lot separated himself from Abraham, it means he separated himself from his lifeline. He separated himself from his Elijah. Remember, for every Elijah, there is an Elisha. Remember, there is a Mordecai. For every Esther, there must be a Mordecai. And that is the word of God. So we see that finally after he separated, I'll come back to where he goes. 
Because I want us to look at where he goes. So many years later, remember that Abraham and Sarah were barren, they had no child. The Bible says that in, in Genesis, in Genesis that God sent them three angels, three men. To go to them and assure, assure, give them an assurance that God would bless them with a son. At the time of they were receiving this man, the Bible says that they had passed the age of giving birth to children. Because they were advanced in age. I love God because God will ignore what biology says and do a miracle out of season. So, so the same angels who gave him a message on what God was about to do are the same same angels who were dispatched to go to Sodom where Lot had moved and become a citizen. That is where he had moved and he pinched his tent there. And he became a residence in that in that in Sodom. And you know now we, we see that um, that the Lord said uh, God was debating shall I, shall I tell my friend what I'm about to do remember the Bible says that God will never hide his secrets to his friends God will reveal his covenant to his friends so Abraham is wondering God is wondering shall I tell this man what I'm about to do. And God decided, because he's my friend, I've got to inform him. So now we see the angels are being sent to Sodom and Gomorrah to give a message. The message was not good because there was judgment that was coming over the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. God said there is an outcry there is a cry because of the sins of this city. And God told his friend, this city I intend to destroy it. I'm only judging Sodom, but I'm also going to destroy the city. So when God told his friend Abraham what he was going to do, the man of God and the friend of God begin to plead with God. He stood before God and asked God, are you going to destroy the righteous with the wicked? Are you going to destroy them? 
But it is so interesting. When I look at the character also of the father of faith, Abraham, it is so touching because you remember they not, did not part with kissing each other. They did not part ways in a nice way. Yet he took upon himself to intercede for the city of Sodom and Gomorrah because of his nephew. And we, we, this man amazes me. Because now God knows his, he knows God is going to destroy the city. And, 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 and there's no way these things are going to change. You know, Pastor Hans preached to us a very touching message on the spirit of compassion. You can tell the spirit of Abraham's compassion. His nephew did not care an inch. In fact, he was not a nice man. But instead of judging him because of his foolishness, he loved him and started interceding for the city. What amazes me about the, the spirit of Lot, in the beginning, the Bible says he pinched his tent in Sodom. But as when the angels went to Sodom in the 19th chapter, when the angels arrived there in the evening, he was at the gate. Now he has even changed position. Now he's even sitting at the gate of the city. He has become a gatekeeper. He's now the one guarding and manning the gate. He knows who is coming in and who is going out. His story amazes me how he kept on moving, going downward. And we see that now he is a gatekeeper. He has gotten into the system of Sodom. He's not only living and dwelling in Sodom, but the spirit of the Sodomites has entered him. Now he's a citizen. He's a partaker. For him to be accepted, he married the spirit. May I say to us today that there are times we can be so compromised that we marry a spirit so we can be accepted. I told you that I don't have a nice message today. But I want to ask us today because this is the word of God. We are seeing this man. He pinches tent. Now he's a gatekeeper. This reminds me about the prodigal son who left his father's house and went to a 
strange land. Now the, he's a gatekeeper. So because the angels arrived in the evening. And they were going to go to his house. And he invited them. The Bible says. That the men. The young men and the old men of the city of Sodom. They surrounded his house. I know this is not a common message and people will not preach it. I know there are nations you preach this message, you are arrested. But this is the word of God, I cannot remove it. I cannot adjust. This is God's constitution unchangeable. It is everlasting. You take it or you leave it. It does not come to suit you or fit you. It comes to change us and to transform us. Now the men of the city, they surrounded his house. And they demanded, give us those men who came that we may be sexually be involved, that we may know them. The spirit of the Sodomites. And now we are seeing when these men of the city ask for this for the men so they could defile them. What does Lot do? He tells the men of the city, I have virgin daughters who have not been touched by any man. Let me give you my daughters so I may save the men that have visited. I have a problem with that statement. Because to me I thought a father figure is a priest of the house. And a work of a priest of a house one of the responsibility of fathers is to protect their children from any danger from defilement. How comes that this father is suggesting to give his own daughters to be defiled by the men of Sodom. I am looking at the character of Lot and I'm, found, I'm finding it very wanting. So he, he, he went to the door because they stood at the door and wanted to break the door. Vicious dirty men. No wonder God judged them harshly. They wanted to defile the angels. So Lot held the door. But the angels looked at him. He had been so compromised by the spirit of the city. I know two years ago I said I was speak on the spirits of the city. But today I'm going to address this. So he's shutting the door. He's pushing the door with all his strength. And the angels came and got hold of him. They pulled him behind. And they stood at the door. I want you to know God is the door. When he shuts no man open. And when he 
open no man's shut. Poor Lot is trying to help God shut the door. And he stopped, get out of here. This is not your business. This is not your battle. This is God's battle. So he's thrown away because he's trying to help. God did not even care about his help. And now, the angels prepared this family. Why did God want to spare this family? They didn't deserve grace, neither mercy. But God was wanting to spare them because of the intercessory prayer of the faithful man of God. So before destruction of the city and the judgment, they, God God, by the, by the, by, through the angels of God, there was an escape for this family. God arranged for them to escape judgment of the wicked city. And as they escape by dawn, the Bible says that before dawn they escaped. And they were given specific instructions as they escaped. And especially Mrs. Roth was told with her daughters. Do not turn behind. There is no reverse gear in this business. This is a forward deal. And now as they came out of the city, the judgment struck the city. The Bible says, God rained fire brimstones from heaven. I am sure the fire came from underneath and from top. And the entire city was literally destroyed. And not just only the city, but as well as the people of the city. But Rot and his family, they escaped. But but while they escaped, the Bible says, his wife just changed her mind. She turned behind. I'm sure she remembered her investment in Sodom. She remembered her new house that she had acquired through a mortgage. The new curtains she had fixed. Ooh, she had put a new carpet from Dubai. She said, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do I leave all that investment? The Bible says she turned behind. There and there, judgment struck her. The Bible says she became a pillar of salt. She could not move. And now the Bible says that now the entire family continued. May I ask us a question? 
Might we be in the kingdom of God? But we have done so much investment in Sodom. So every time we want to go to God, you remember the investment. You go back to it. Have you made any investment in Sodom that holds you from going to the promises of God? May God help us. Jesus speaking on judgment and obedience. Jesus said in Luke 17 that one of the shortest verses in the Bible remember God's wife. I know, Esther, I see, Esther, you are trying to figure it out. It's verse 32. <laughs> so, I, so Jesus said, remember. Remember Lord's wife. How she disobeyed. And the result, what happened to her. So now I want to ask us. What can separate us from the love of God? Apostle Paul, in the book of Romans, he say, he asks, who shall separate us from the love of God? And I also want to put it in my version, what can separate us from the love of God? Is it the material things we acquired in Sodom? Is it our investment in Sodom? What can separate me from the love of God? When I looked around, there is nothing worth it. Nothing ever means anything. We're still looking at a life of a man. Now, Lot escapes judgment. And we see now he has entered into a new settlement. He is in the cave of Zorah. That is his new, uh, new title deed and his new residence address. When he entered that city, this is in the introduction of the spirit of incest. I know nobody would want to touch on the spirit of incest. But this spirit is creeping into our cultures and to our nation. Somebody must be bad enough to talk about the spirit of incest. And today I choose to take the beating because the spirit of incest it is a demonic spirit, it is a demonic force and a demonic power. How did the spirit of Jesus enter into the cave? You want to know how it came in? Drunkardness. No wonder Paul says, be sober. Now we are seeing these two girls decided we're going to make our father drunk of wine. He has to drink. And they pangad things there. You know this verse, 
verse 32 to verse 38 is so gross, I can't even preach it. You go and read it at home. But the whole story ends up. God fathered his daughter's children. And now when the first daughter got her son, she named her son Mobile. Uh, Moab. And Moab became the father of the Moabites. The Moabites were the enemies of God. That which is born out of order, it will never get a new name. I'm not talking my story, I'm talking about the word of God. The Bible says that the Moabites were great enemies of Israel. In actual fact, when children of God were going to enter into the promise, they stood to fight them. The Bible says that the Moabites were pagan and idol worshippers. And that is one of the reasons that God was raising King Saul. So he could fight them and wipe their names from the face of the earth. Because of the way they arrived. Their arrival is a bit untidy. Now we look at the second daughter. She got her son, Amun. The father of the Ammonites. Equally the enemies of God. They had no favor with God. They were the enemies of the children of Israel. So the Moabites and the Ammons were first cousins. The same package, no wonder God could not want to see their faces. The Ammonites also became enemies of God's, God's covenant people. In the later days, you see, when King Jehoshaphat wakati, went to battle with them, because they were useless and they had no value, they were struck by God with a spirit of confusion. And they were destroyed. So we are looking at Lot's life and character. What he forgot. Sin will take you further than you want to go. Sin will keep pushing you every day. Oh, this is not too good, too bad. There are even things that are worse than this. You will go to be aware. That sin will take us further than we want to go. And now we are seeing the Lord was forcefully rescued from the city of Sodom. Sodom never came out of him. 
May God help us today that when God gets us from out of sin we don't drag sin with us. There are things we need to kiss goodbye and part ways with them so that we can walk with God. So Sodom never left him. And that's why we are seeing now a new characters. Before I finish this morning, I wouldn't have us ignorant to understand spiritual things how they work. There are spirits that hover around cities and also towns. There are villages that are spirits that hover around. They are called territorial spirits. They are demonic forces that sit in a certain place. Let me ask you a very natural question. What is a black spot? black spot what is a black spot? Black spot in nini. And then on top of a black spot, what do they put? Na jua black spot on a picture nini. of a skeleton. What does that tell you that a certain spot people lose their lives here and over and again and again? That tells me when I see a black spot I ask myself what is the territorial spirit that rules and governs here? You know, I have given you a testimony on how I was going to Nyeri to preach. And we approach when you, you're connecting between Nyeri and Moranga. There is a black spot. When I saw the spot and I saw the sign of a skeleton as daring as I am to territorial spirits I provoked the spirit I said in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth before I finish I don't know if Pastor Sun you are with me in that car you're with me in the car. We saw a bull. It looked like a buffalo. It was huge. I mean it was I mean, it was steaming like fire. It came towards our car. And, 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 and I remember our driver was Pastor Jack. He panicked. And I said, it's okay. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. We are good to go. And he looked at this big monster that is coming towards us. And I told that monster in the name of Jesus Christ whom I preach today I bind you and I command you in Jesus name. You cannot believe it. Pastor Sun was in the car and just 
moved because I told the driver not to give it a marriage. And I knew between me and my God there is no way we can have a head on. Something must bow. That which is not of God must bow. And give me way because greater is he is he that is in me than he that is on a black spot. Oh, come on, children of God. You know, Pastor Jack and Pastor Soon, they all said, wait, wait, wait. Let's look at where that cow has gone. I looked at them and I said, there's no cow. It's a manifestation in the natural of a spirit that dwells here. Let me tell you something. Do not be afraid of demonic territorial spirit. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know your mother is daring. I don't care, I go to a witch doctor's house. And I look at the witch doctor. This is the takataka you have here. The devil can't even give you something valuable. Isn't it interesting that we have people who hold PhDs in this country and they see a witch doctor? Who has never ever entered standard one. And to strip, you to strip your dignity, he asks you to undress. A naked, stupid man sits on your head and you believe it. May God help us. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run to it and they are saved. We bewitched by who? Who? Nani? In fact, I was given chickens at the witch doctor's house. We took them in the car. Pastor Sun knows. We slaughtered them for lunch the following day. When the food was served, I looked at the man of God, Bishop Aaron, and I said, would you want to bless the food? He says, no. I asked Pastor Sun, do you want to bless the food? Quietly and nicely, she said, you better do that yourself. <laughs> so I noticed something. I served they did not touch. See, Pastor Sun is sitting here. They did not touch the chicken. When I finished my, my first chicken wing, when I took the second one, when they saw I didn't drop and died, they also decided they were going to eat. Let me tell you something. Never be intimidated by demonic forces. Never be intimidated by demonic powers because greater is he that is in you. If you have Christ inside you. I told you a lady wrote to me, oh, they put, they put a snake at my door. 
And I say, is it dead or life? Is it big enough we make shoes and belts? We deal with life snakes. Because greater is he that is in us. All right, that was out of my text. Uh, so I'm talking about the spirit. We must choose to, to be to be transformed. And there are spirits that we will notice. Particular spots, different things happen. There are villages where everybody is a drunkard. Drunkard. You enter the village, it smells drunkardness. Even kids drink. Those are territorial spirits. You enter into another culture. The culture of drugs. territorial spirit. That hovers and sits around that place. There are places where there is theft and murder. At a given time, I will be coming and talking about those things. There are little villages and small towns known for prostitution. There are also little places known for gangsters. You don't go those to those places with anything worthy. You remove your rings, your watch, your anything. Those are spirits. So when we see these spirits, that capture and sit on certain groups of people and certain people. In a moment, I will show you that which has held people captive. How God can free people. So those, I also must say, there are also towns in this country whereby you go, everybody looks saved even when they are not saved. Are you with me, isn't it? Even they dress saved. Nobody wears a skirt above the knee. Everybody has a kakitamba. They look saved. You even say praise God. Even when they are not saved, there is a religious spirit that makes them when they sit under that spirit it's like they sense God. Isn't it amazing that we have a town that never sold alcohol? Kijabe town. And Kijabe many people look saved. God bless the people of Kijabe. Because Kijabe is a town. It featured on the news the only town that has never sold alcohol in this nation. People look godly. People are nice. People are polite. If you ask them which way do you go here, they can even take you where you're going. They are so nice. They are like the police in London. 
Basi ni wazuri ni kama polisi kule London. They will take you almost where you are going halfway. Watakusindikiza kule ambako unaelekea kupikisha nusu ya safari. Thank you my viewers from London, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is about the city. Kila ninazungumza ni kuhusu mji. Minister Hubbard, I gave Minister Hubbard uh, 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 a topic the other day to speak about uh, spiritual warfare. Nilipatia mduma Hubbard and one of the things that I told Minister Hubbard was to speak about Now with my message today you understand why we need to survey and map Before we engage in spiritual warfare You've got to not be ignorant but you've got to understand the battles that you fight You must have a strategy on the battles You don't just open your mouth and start to fight battles without understanding Apostle Paul talks about good fight. Meaning there are bad fights. There are useless battles. That wear you down. You start fighting your neighbor's battles and they are not yours. When your time of your battle comes, you are so fatigued. Don't fight useless battles that are not yours. Battles without a target is a waste of time. Have you known the, how we used to pray in the old days? We would have a whole kesha. You don't have any target. You don't have anything. Satan, I bind you. Satan, I bind you. I bind you. I bind you. What and for what? not even listen. Be focused. Have a target in your prayer. Why am I saying? Because Daniel chapter 10 as I finish. Daniel understood about the spiritual battles. He knew how to fight spiritual battles. He took 21 days of fasting and prayer to understand understand some spiritual deep things that needed him to understand. So he knew he needed to set himself apart. So he may be able to hear God. So he took 21 days of prayer and fasting. And the angel of God appeared to him. And the angel said, from the first day you set yourself to hear and understand. Listen church people, when we fast, Daniel took a fast to hear and to understand. Don't just take fastings, oh, today is my 12th day and it is aimless. And you get no results. Be very focused when you set yourself to pray. Just like Daniel set himself to pray and to understand things that God had shown him and spoken to him. So on his prayer 
now he's 21 days. The angel told him, from the first day you set your heart to hear and to understand. And you humbled yourself. Prayer makes us humble. Prayer is when you die to self. You separate yourself. Then you is told your words were hard. However, but but the prince of the kingdom of Pasha. He withstood me. In other words, there was a there was a force that tried to fight them, the message being delivered from, from God to Daniel. And when the battle had gone too long, Michael, the archangel, was sent. Yes, the angel known for war and battles. Now I am coming to an end. Because today we are going to pray. I am sick and tired of receiving discouraging letters from this house and from my covenant partners. We have to understand these spirits that are fighting us and fighting our children. If I ask most of the parents in this house today, you are carrying inside you some pain because of your child or children. And today I'm going to show you what we are going to do. We're going to do something. And when I, was when I was just about to pack my books and come, somebody wrote me a, a note. She comes from, from outside the city of Nairobi. She fell, I fellowship in Fem Karen. My son, a third year student at the Nairobi University. He is suffering panic attacks. Stress. Anxiety. Restlessness. And finally, the doctors have said he is in a deep depression. He cannot sleep. He has been warning. To, he's always trying to run away. And the doctors have uh, given him medication on depression. Saying that he suffers a mental disorder. He's on medication. Please pray for him. Then she says, I know. Through your intervention and prayer, God will answer my prayer and my cry. 
na kilio changu anaendelea kusema kwamba mimi ni mama ambaye ni mlezi pekee i sold land niliuza shamba to educate these children kuwasomesha watoto hawa today i have nothing leo sina kitu i don't even have money for medication sina hata fedha kwa ajili ya madawa i have arrears of 69 from last semester at Nairobi University na karo bado nimesalia na na 1069 za kulipa katika chuo kikuu cha Nairobi to pay 129 coming semester basi na na muhula ujao na natarajiwa kulipa laki 129000 kwa kila napenda kukuhusu unasema kwamba umenifunza imani and you have taught me how to pray umenifunza namna kuomba and how to stand na namna kusimama so i'm believing god basi naamini mungu i'm believing god naamini mungu for his healing kwa ajili ya uponyaji wake and i'm believing god na, for a miracle na naamini mungu kwa ajili ya mujiza i have an expectant heart nina moyo wa tarajio and faith na imani and believe na naamini this let us barua hizi i'll not be receiving them because we are going to do something today in this house the devil must get out of our houses it is illegal for the enemy to occupy our houses our children don't belong to the devil they belong to our god and i want to say to us those of us who have children the faces our children have been going through and becoming a, having extremely difficult characters abnormal social uh, behaviors very destructive communications disrespectful they make themselves unreachable when you try to reach out to them they give you a cold shoulder in other words leave me alone they have become bad in communication we know that there is an answer when you ask your child something isn't it interesting the answers you get are three i don't know yes no no i don't know when you reach out to them when you want to know if they have a problem they don't want to communicate we refuse to love god as we do and raise dysfunctional families i'm telling you we are not rot's family we are the children of god we are washed and sanctified by the blood of jesus we refuse this conflict with our children when they turn and give us cold shoulders we refuse the battles within and without we want to have peaceful homes and peaceful houses we want our children to love god i know we are going through a very dark hour i know there is a desperation in the nation and in the nations i know people 
people are living between hand and mouth. I know there are broken families in a broken society. I know we are hurting. There are more needs than we can ever mention. However, it does not matter what we go through. We refuse to allow the enemy to destroy our children. Our children are covenant children. And the promises of God belong to us and our children. We refuse our children to become drug addicts. We refuse our children to become alcoholics. We refuse our children to have mental illness. We refuse our children. Our babies don't belong to the enemy. Because when we came out of Sodom, we came out with our children. We have no turned behind. So today, I'm serving the devil with a notice. Enough is enough. This season, we are about to step in. We will say, as Joshua said, me and my house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Today, we are going to go back where our children are stuck in the dance of drugs, we will pull them out in the name of Jesus. We don't care how they will come to the kingdom, whether they will come walking, running, or crawling. We are going for our children. Our children are marked for destiny. Our children are great. Our children are the next priests. Our children, they will carry the oracles of God. They are partakers of the grace. Oh, let me sell the enemy. We are smart. Today, we refuse sympathy. Because we are going to the enemy's camp today. Oh, today, today is today. Depression, mm -mm. and hanging spirit depression in our homes. We are giving you a notice. Before we go home, you better move out. You better move out. We refuse the devil to occupy our houses. If the devil doesn't pay rent, why would he be a resident in your house? Worship has come to the microphone. We are going today to speak. Oh, may God help us. God forgot. He was not in a covenant. He was a partaker of grace he didn't even deserve. Our children are partakers of this grace. Today, we're going to wage war for our children. If you have a difficult child, when you ask them, they say, I don't know. Today, when you go home, they will know. Today they will know. Oh, you didn't hear what I say. Today when you talk, they will know. Why? Because the deaf, dumb spirit will be open in the name of Jesus. That confrontation they want always to raise and walk funny. They are not going to walk funny. They belong to the house of God. They are the next priests. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. They will serve the Lord. 
Today, Leo, alcohol will refuse them. Uh, you didn't hear what I say. Drugs will refuse them. If they go, they will be chased away. Oh, come on, somebody. I went to the enemy's camp and took that what belongs to me. Stand up, everybody. Stand up, stand up. Today we are going there. We, we're going there to get our children. People in the tent, the church in the tent, get ready right now. We're going, we're, we're church in the tent. We're going for our children. Oh, they, 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 that's a good church. I, I'll be preaching out there. Oh, come on, worship us. I'm going to the enemy's camp. Okay. And I take back what he stole from me. Come on, say it. Took back what he stole from me. It's under my feet. Took back what he stole from me. Took back, took back what he stole from me. He's under, he's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under, he's under my feet. Look what the Lord has done. Wait, 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 wait. These people didn't go anywhere. I tell you this. Let me see if the church in the tent went somewhere. Because you've got to understand. You, you, I'm going to make a prophetic declaration today. Because I'm going to the enemy's camp. Literally, I'm getting my children. I'm getting that which belongs to me. I am getting it by force today. All right. I go to the enemy's camp. And I took back what is stole from me. Too bad what is stole from me. Too bad what is stole from me. Wait, 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 wait. If you understand, your child has been stolen by the enemy. You've got to sing it like you mean it. Let's do it one more. Let's do it one more. Let's do it one more, Dennis. I went to the enemy's camp. Come on. Too bad what is stole from me. when you come to the house now you're going to do this other stanza look what the Lord has done come on help me say look what the Lord has done he feel my body he feel my body he touch my mind he set me just in time
Minister Hubbard. Give me a microphone for Minister Hubbard. Today, every difficult child, call them by name. If you are in trouble with a child, don't even be bothered if your neighbor hears their name. Don't whisper their names. Let me tell you something. This grace can be passed on to our children and our children's children. Today, Leo. I am walking in the grace. My children serve God. They are very prophetic. My grandchildren are serving God. I want every house in this house that you and your children you will serve God together. You will serve the Lord. Yesterday, I was on phone with my grandson, Joey. And amazing. When Joey came to Kenya for his internship. They formed a group of our youth who are intercessors. For my son who is an American to fast and pray. You can understand there is a God of this house. He tells me, oh, Grandma, we, we have days of fastings and days of prayer. Your child will be part of that prayer movement. Your child will be asking, where do they meet? Where do, what, what, what do I do? Okay, Minister Habat. Hallelujah. So as we pray, I just want to tell you just a few strategies because there are strategies in prayer. The first thing you need to know is that whenever uh, you come to a time of prayer, it is the responsibility of God to answer prayer. But it is our responsibility to wage warfare. In other words, it's our responsibility to get the answered prayer down here. The Lord had already answered in Daniel chapter 10 in the first day. It is our job in the remaining days to bring down that which has been answered. It is in, within those period, that period of 21 days by the prayer of Daniel that he got the angel who had the miracle that had the message down here on earth. It is as he prayed that then angel Michael responded in warfare and caused that angel to come down, all right? It is therefore our responsibility to cause things to happen, all right? Now, you need to understand again that the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. In other words, the enemy fights with thoughts. He fights with deceptions. That is why we have to fight with the word of God. So are we ready? We are ready? Amen. Let's just, uh, just turn this place into a place of prayer right now. In the name of Jesus. Everybody praying in tongues. Everybody praying in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Rasata raborima rasata rabaka shata rabanaganda. Riara soto ramanda boshkarabanya siya rasata. Rapona mkropata riya rasata rabanamaganda. Rasoto roboko skaparya nashkremani namasiya. 
Ripori rasata raba na magando rodobokosha. Rasoto rodobokoska parimagapori anasaya. Come on, pray. Everybody pray, pray, pray. Everybody praying in this place, in the house of God, outside there, in the tent, everybody praying. In your homes, everybody praying. Everywhere you are praying, everywhere. In the name of Jesus, let's turn our places, wherever we are, into places of prayer right now, in the name of Jesus. If you are at home, you could be right now on your feet or on your face praying, in the name of Jesus. Everybody praying, in the name of Jesus. Do not be nice in prayer, never be nice in prayer. In the name of Jesus, do not be a nice person in prayer. You wage a warfare in prayer. It is an intense battle in prayer. Let everybody be in prayer in the name of Jesus. Rasota rabari marasa rababoria, shalababori bakaska rabari marasanda, rasata ribakota Maria mashkarabanaganda, namazabar wajabaria, makopolia naskarabari marasara maraganda. Don't worry about your neighbor. What your neighbor is looking at you when you are praying. In the name of Jesus, a time of prayer is a time of life and death. In the name of Jesus, karabori marasa rababori mara, oh rababori marasata rababori. Marazata Rababori Marazaya Razata Rabo Shakaporia Nabzavari Makosa Marimarazaya Rababorianda Raporia Mashkaparia Mahaya Rasoto Robori Marazata Raba Rasoto Robrosa Baribarazanda Pray for your children, pray for your grandchildren in the name of Jesus. Pray over them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, cover them with your prayers right now in the name of Jesus. It's our responsibility to pray and cause this prayers to come down in the name of Jesus Koramaburi marasata raboria rasoto robronza brakata boramara reporia nabrosa briaria briaria bashomurya manga bosamurya raya raporia magamurya mazavaria mardabria riponia magaria mardabria rasoto bashamurya mardabria ripaporia magopuria nabria everybody praying in the name of Jesus pray 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 raporia magabaha they must get out of this drug addiction in the name of Jesus. They must get out of these evil attitudes in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, they must get out of these dens they are in. In the name of Jesus, those who have come away and gotten away from home, they must return today. In the name of Jesus, pray for them. In the name of Jesus, and settle them wherever they are. Let them come home. In the name of Jesus, oh. Shekeporia in the name of Jesus. Oh, Shah Korabakasaraboria Orabakasanda. I hear, I hear the. I hear the Lord saying that there are some, some, some who ran away from home many, many days and weeks ago. They are coming back home today. In the name of Jesus. Korabasata Rabori Marasaya. Iraboria Raskaraboria. Shaha. Just 
half a moment, half a minute more in the name of Jesus. Pray for your children, pray for your grandchildren, pray for them, pray for your nephews, pray for your nieces in the name of Jesus. Hey, Pull them out of the fire, pull them out of every danger, pull them out of the tents, pull them out of the drugs, pull them out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, allow me just to make a prayer so that we can just finish together. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Minister Father, Habat, as we pray, as we pray together, Minister Habat, I want you to make this prayer. Tell me, when a child is born, and you, you, there are these heritage diseases that you are told in your family, in your family line, there is asthmatic. There is diabetic. Why don't we disconnect ourselves today in that prayer? Because we are not called to inherit or inherit diseases by the goodness of God. Minister Habba, today I believe people will be healed of asthma. People will be healed of those diseases which are carried from generation to generation. Oh, you are told your grandfather died of a kidney disease. The first time you go to a doctor, they put a thing like this. What sickness is normally common in your family? You'll be saying none of them on the face of the earth. The blood of Jesus. I say the blood of Jesus. Today, Minister Habat, I don't have to do a word of knowledge because today, this prayer we are making to God today, prayer will be answered. Asthmatic. Lineage of asthma. Lineage of diabetes. I need of kidney, I need of heart disease, all those things that the doctors always want to suggest. Today we are going to free ourselves. We're going to break every chain. All right, Minister Haba, take it on. Mama, believe actually there's some, some ladies actually sit at that side, they're really been crying so much because of the same kind of situations, because of these kind of pains and uh, sicknesses that have been happening to their children just because of the same thing. See, the scripture says in Psalms, in uh, Proverbs chapter 26, verse number 2, as a, as a bird by wandering and as a swallow by flying, so the cascosless shall not alight upon you. <laughs> you must know that every cast for a believer is costless because of the blood of Jesus. By that knowledge, by that knowledge, you must arise in warfare and command every one of this generation of curses to come to an end. You have to draw a line. Indeed, it was drawn by the blood of Jesus. Let everybody be in prayer right now and break that curse in the name of Jesus. Come on, just pray in the name of Jesus. Break it. I want you to break it yourself. Just break it in the name of Jesus. 
God, I see shackles falling in the name of Jesus. Chains are breaking in the name of Jesus. Corabrosa Maribara Orabacasata Rabori Marazara Brosa Brigeria Mango Bosambria Magiera Broya Nase Riporia Caponia Macapolia Mazaha Ripongi Pacaparia Rasquia Yapoki Macaporia Nase in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh rababori marasa rababora barabori arasa rasoto ropori marasa rasa kapori marasa rabora bari marasere berila Oh rapori marasere rira rira so rapaye ya ya so Oh rasa taye ya so ya ya so tala irreke raparasa rabarabori bakasa shirabaka koparima no more cycles anymore. No more cycles anymore. No more cycles. In the name of Jesus, no more cycles. In the name of Jesus, all those cycles that you have been undergoing, no more cycles. In the name of Jesus, no more cycles to your families, no more cycles to your children, no more cycles. We declare in the name of Jesus. Rasoto Robocosa Rasata Raboramara Lord, we give you thanks, O God, and we give you praise, O God, for the spirit of prayer that is right here in this place, for the, the bondages that are breaking right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you because we know that we do not wrestle against flesh, against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this spiritual wickedness in high places. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, right now, in the name of Jesus, by the authority that is given us in the word of God, permission by the blood of Jesus, we rise up against every generational curses. We rise up against any issues that have arisen in our families, sicknesses and diseases. Things that have happened in drunkenness and such like things, oh God, that have been curses in our families. Today is the last day that they have ever, ever happened. In the name of Jesus, we speak to that evil spirit. We pull you down right now in the name of Jesus. We uproot you in the name of Jesus. We drive you out of our families in the name of Jesus. We drive you out of our children. We drive you out of our families in the name of Jesus. Those children who always have asthmatic attacks, we declare no more asthmatic attacks to you in the name of Jesus. We speak to you, evil spirit of asthmatic attacks. We command you, loose the people of God 
in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any generational issues that have followed your people, oh God, we rebuke and we stop that issue now in the name of Jesus. And we give you thanks, oh God. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. We decree the favor of God. We decree the favor of God. We decree, oh God, you satisfy us early with your mercies, oh God. We decree, oh God, that you prevent us with your goodness. You surround us with favor, as with a shield. You beautify us with your salvation in the name of Jesus. This is surely the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We shall not die, but live to declare the good of God in the land of the living we give you thanks oh God because there is a miracle to every person who came here there is a miracle to the person who is watching right there you who are watching from London every other city there's a miracle for you in the name of Jesus so we give you thanks and praise for it is in Jesus name we pray and everybody say it amen Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, today it is over. Today is over. Today is over. Even those repeated sins, today we have drawn. I'm saying you are not going to fight your father's devils. Today, today, this is it. Yes. As we all stand up, in the presence of the Lord, just before I give the microphone, just before we receive our givings, our offerings, and our tithes.